You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's going on, folks? Oh, us. That's what's going on. <laughs> Welcome to Bubble Bath Story, your very favorite 15-minute podcast. <clears throat> I am your host, Nikki Trent. And I'm Manny Oso. Oh, my God. That was so loud. Oh, I want to make right sure here. they could hear me. <laughs> We're right here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome to an all-new episode. We've missed you guys, and we hope that you all had a great Thanksgiving. I know we did. I'm so sick of turkey, by the uh, way. I'm, I got I to gotta use all the leftovers. And he'll show you those, those leftovers on our Instagram page at Bubble Bow Stories. So, let's kick things off. <clears throat> While we were getting ready for Friendsgiving, uh, we were cleaning up the house, and I was observing Manny mopping the floors, but not in a regular way. It looked very familiar. And I asked him, why did he mop like that? She's, always, he fasc- said, <laughs> she's always fascinated with reasons of why I do things. Well, tell them tell them where your mopping habit came from. Well, from one of my, my first jobs ever for a good old McDonald's Casper's company working for Jeff Jolly. Oh, Dean. I actually learned specifically from him. So it would, cause so you were, you dumped the mop in the bucket, put some of the, you know, whatever, the liquid. The cauldron. The, <laughs> the concoction. The, yeah, on the floor. <laughs> then you rinse out the mop and then you put, you do the S. The S shape. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And then we got into this whole conversation about first jobs and like yeah. what we learned from them and what, you know, we took from them throughout our lives. Yeah. And... You just told a really fascinating story about how your first job and how that made you feel. Share that. Share that with the people. Well, you know, to be honest, I if I have to be like correct, I, I started working when I was young, maybe I think when I was like eight. And it wasn't eight like, years old? Yeah, That's and it wasn't like work, law. work, like clock in, clock out. Our pops used to go to the, take us to the flea market. We would buy a bunch of fresh fruits and vegetables and we would sell them in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Damn, I ain't shit. I was not doing that. I was yeah. selling stickers. Yeah, so I was I was selling since then. Um, you know, it was money to help out in the family. We, you know, I'm sure some of it went to like little the little trips that he took us on. That was really first time I had to work. And then after that, I got a job, a real job at, um, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, How old were you? 14. Damn, I'm still not. I didn't get my first job until I was 16. 14 years old? Yeah. How did you handle I can't. I feel like 14, you're still kind of a kid. Yeah, I was. Well, <laughs> I was the first one. I gotta be honest, I was the first one to get the job in my class, in my, in my school. You know, um, everybody knew you could in Florida work at 14, but not everybody was looking to. Yeah, why would you want to? I went to a pretty nice school. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of white people. A lot of white people. <laughs> they didn't have to work. You know, when it came to stuff like field trips or whatever, stuff, uh, extracurriculars, you know, they didn't They didn't really have to... They got to be kids. They got to be kids about it. Um, some of the little things like buying snacks in during lunch which was a really big deal by the way it was a pretty big deal you know 
I worked. <laughs> and but, I got those things. But do you ever think about, like, damn. Because, okay, so... I got my first job at 16. It was, my mom, we were in Tampa, and we were Fiesta Plaza. Yeah. Shout out to Fiesta Plaza. Oh, Fiesta Plaza. If you know, whoop, you whoop. know. And so, um, they're cash and carry. Again, if you know, you know, which is a supermarket in Florida. Yeah. Now, it's called, like, Sweet Greens. Sweet Bay. Sweet Bay. Anyway, um, there was this police scene about how they were opening up a new location, and they were looking to hire, and my mother said, happy birthday, you're getting a job. Happy birthday, that, you're getting a job. That's That That was my introduction to the workforce. So, my first job was at the brand new supermarket, Cash and Carry, next to... Yeah. Uh, 2001 Odyssey. Shut up, 2001 Odyssey. If you know, you know. If you the know. very famous strip club with the um, spaceship on the top. Your girl was working next to there. Right next so, to how great. And what was also terrible about it, like half, half of, of our high school. I was going to say, half there. our high school worked there, yeah. So, I learned very on that very you are constantly stuck in a high school experience, no matter whether you're in school or at work. You know, it's crazy. Um, you mentioned that as soon as you were able to pretty much work, your mom told you you're getting a job. Probably to, well, I guess, to learn responsibility. Well, yeah. You know, I was getting older. And yeah. Like, I wasn't in extracurricular activity. What else was I going to do? Like, our mom actually stay home? Did, our mom actually didn't really want us getting a job that early. Really? Yeah. Um, I really think she wanted us to really focus more on studying, of course. Yeah. You know, um, how, how... it's crazy, though, because she began to have a pretty cool relationship. Our family had a really good relationship with our boss at the time. Yeah. And he became a really close friend of the family. Um, <laughs> as Speaking as a, the kid, it wasn't cool all the time because, yo, that guy kept us on our studies. <laughs> I, I mean, Jeff, but that's good. Yeah. It was good, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, it was hard to get away with things <laughs> growing up, yeah. which in retrospect, it helped out, you know, Yeah, because we needed somebody like that, you know, but at the kid, as a kid at the time, I was like, it's like, <laughs> I can't get, I can't be a little rascal. <laughs> well, I can't be a little rascal. You're ridiculous. Yo, he did. Um, but it, it taught us though. Definitely. What? Ha- I mean, I also felt like. I learned um, manipulation very early on in my first job. Because of work? Yes. So, fun story. Um, <laughs> it's a terrible story. So, as a supermarket, you know, like, brand new supermarket opens up over time. Business isn't as luxurious as it used to be. And then they start cutting hours, but they yeah. also start hiring new people. Older people with more experience to even out all the young kids. And so my hours just kept getting cut drastically. And I remember that uh, we we were told that the bathroom needed to be clean. It was me and two other people. And I was like, oh, I'll go clean it. It's not a big deal, like whatever. And I go into the bathroom and it literally looked like a shit bomb went off. It was everywhere. I'm talking about, I wish you guys could see the horror in my eyes. Everywhere, back wall, side, and I'm like, how is this even humanly possible? Yeah. And I immediately walk out, and I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm cleaning it. And so I remember the lady saying, oh well, this is why all the new people are getting all the hours. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna suck it up. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get more hours. Yeah. And so I did it, and I did not get more hours. 
And because of that, they kept my hour. I was working like four hours a week, which, you know, after taxes and whatever the hell minimum wage was at the time. You um, my mother just kept, was like pissed off and was like, I'm not, this is ridiculous. You're working one day a week for four hours. You're quitting. And I had to go in and tell them I'm quitting because, because I'm being treated unfairly. No, I didn't say that. I just said oh. I'm quitting because my mom told me. Oh, because my mom and, told me. Yeah. And I was, and I never felt more ridiculous in my life for saying that. But you know, it's crazy. That's a very real concept, even as an adult. Like, a lot of people, I'm sure, can say they've been in a job now where they were promised something. Just do the hard work. You'll get you'll get recognized. And it never comes through. Oh, yeah. That's like... It's like a real reason, people. I, most of my jobs now, in my career. in the scope of an adult for your child <laughs> problem. Right. <laughs> I mean, but I, I learned that everyone's full of shit. It's, it's got to be a, an even exchange. Like, yes. you want something from me that's great. What, what can I get from you? You know, it's funny. I guess it took me a few more years to get into a job where I had to finally stick up for myself towards yeah. management. I never, not that I had issues with managers growing up as far as, like, something that I had to stick up for myself. Most of them I was pretty cool with yeah i got an office job once though working for a call center (laughs) you know and so at the call center like they you know they they give you a script they want you to act a certain way if you know you know if you've ever worked at a call center you know it's it's a very you can't be yourself kind of situation you know and they really like push it outside of that too because they want you to like be part of the softball league and everything. <laughs> You're like, I don't even like, like you people. Yeah, like I. I will say that. But what I'm saying is that that was the fir- that was the first job where I was in the situation. I mean, call it what you want if you think it's petty, but a lot of jobs I feel like they need to pay Spanish speaking employees when the Spanish workload is higher. Gotcha. Especially if you have upper management. That doesn't speak a lick of it in a community where they probably should. Well, before you got jaded by the workforce, because yeah. it sounds very, you so sound like you've been that through. was the first time I ever had it. Cause I, maybe I was like, I was right out of high school actually when I got that job. So I was living with my parents and I would speak to my mom about it. And to be honest, she kind of instilled this thing in me about how you really should get paid what you're worth. Yeah. I mean, but that's so good. Yeah. Because it is true. Because it's followed me ever since. You're late. Oh, trust me, people. It has. Yeah. Um. Well, what I was going to say was before being jaded by the workforce, I've had a few jobs that I have to say, if I could have stayed there forever, I definitely would have. <laughs> like which one? Okay. For sure, hands like, down. Like if it ended up working, like, oh, another race? Thanks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spencer's. International Ball was mad fun. I got that after Poop Gate. Um, Journeys in Galleria Mall when I was in college. Yeah. We became like a family. Mm-hmm. It was a really small store. It could have had its own show. It was great. Um, and I used to get 40% off on sneakers. Holler okay. at your girl. Definitely fun, fun times. I guess if I had to think of one or two. When I worked at the winery... That was pretty fun. Uh, 
And working for Oakley, the sunglasses. Oh, yeah. You used to flex your discount on me. That was pretty cool, too. <laughs> so I got to say, like, if things could have worked out the right way, I wouldn't mind sticking around. Both I, are reputable companies. I, let me tell you, I worked at a fucking children's place. Yeah. Never, ever, ever again will I ever work at a clothing store for little people. Okay. Because those kids, first of all, have no regard. Yeah. And their parents also. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound fun at all. you couldn't wear, like, fun colors. You had to wear all black. And this was a summer job, so it was just just sweaty all yeah. the time. Then, it was so clicky that I didn't, I only had, like, one friend. She was an older lady. Shout out to her. But, like, all the other chicks were, like, terrible. Um, and they used to wear the kids' clothes, like oh, wow. the biggest, whatever the biggest, the size. biggest size was. It was like ridiculous. Worst job by far. I couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there. That was a mall job, right? No, that was like if you, you know, in New York, all the stores are. Oh on the street. no, yeah, that was so not a mall on, job. So it's on Myrtle Avenue. Yeah. Oh, and then all of a sudden, the following year, everybody's like, "Oh, you can wear denim." Let me ask you. Um, have you had a job where you specifically outshined everyone? Uh, or felt like you did? <laughs> <laughs> or felt like you did? Um, not really. I gotta say, I think, personally, when it came to the, uh, the winery job, yeah, where I did the wine tastings, I think I outshined a lot of people. Well, you found... Your bread a, and butter. Talking pretty, to people and getting them drunk. Yeah, and getting them to sign up for stuff. <laughs> yeah, and getting them to sign up for stuff. It was pretty fun, to say the least. And you, and everybody took bottles of wine home afterwards. Who wouldn't love the guy who always came home with wine? I mean, do you... <coughs> we are 34 years old. I've been working since I was 16. You've been working since you were 14. Does that ever, like, blow your mind? Um, I think, it, for 20 I, think years. It, I think it used to 20 years of your life has been working. I know. Right. I guess now that we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, that's our episode. <laughs> that's wild. That's so crazy. Cause yeah. you don't think about it. Right? You're just like, you can just go from job to job to job. You're not like thinking about how much time has passed. Yeah. I'll be honest when I hear about people who I, I know I've, I've heard from folks that having job to job to job it doesn't look good on a resume I don't know if that stands true in the modern day no um, when I think about people who've been at a job for like 20 years because currently where I work I work with people who have been at their job for like 20 30 years 15 years minimum like 12 I gotta I really think to myself like wow like like you've really built something here like you're honestly they're at the point where it'd be dumb to leave because they have so much at stake and coming to them you know I mean but now I I, I don't know if I can see myself sticking to a job for that long and I got to tell you, the other reason I don't see it as a realistic thing, billionaires switch companies all the time. <laughs> They're always jumping from one to another and stuff. 
Is that where you're basing that off? So, I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> well, to the next job, I guess, right? Yeah, to the next job, to the like next it. journey. I mean, I don't know what I would do. If I was at an age to retire, I really don't know what I would do. Yeah. Like Afterwards? Yeah, like I get bored on days off. Yeah. And I know everybody's like, oh, I would travel the world. But it's also but, like... But once you've like traveled... <laughs> Okay, like, then what? That's a lot of ambition for the people who say, like, I'm just going to keep traveling. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then what? And then what? (laughs) Like, all right. Everything starts to... I don't know. So what would your retirement job be? What would you do? I don't know, right? Like, we got a library? (laughs) And I got to think of what what I'm going to do now. Yeah, and then, like, like, the worst. Retired people who get a job just to have something to do. I wonder if they think, like... Hold on, don't talk to me like that. Because <laughs> I don't got to be here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My dad is somebody who's retired, who has a job. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, I don't need to be there. I just yeah. like being there. Yeah, but your dad has a cool job. <laughs> His yeah, job. You, your you dad. have to hope that your next job is, is a, a cool one. Yeah. But like, you know, what are the chances that you and I have cool after yeah. prime life jobs? Well, I'm hoping... <laughs> I'm hoping some Forrest Gump type figure wants me to be their first mate. <laughs> you know? But I ain't calling him Captain. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, guys, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, if you want to know what we're up to, you can follow us. I'm sorry. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Bubble Bath Stories. You can find me at Got No Time For This on Instagram. And you can find me at Nikki Trends on Instagram. And if you're looking to join the conversation in style, be sure to check out bubblebathstories.co for official Bubble Bath Stories merchandise. Thanks, and, guys. Okay, and bye. bye.